It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Fred Hastings. Fred, uh, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us, mate. Much appreciated. No, good as gold. G'day, Paul. G'day, Vince. Yeah, big uh, weekend. The carnival kicks off uh, in full this Saturday night. You must be getting excited now, Fred. Uh, the the blood's boiling a little bit more, and uh, the hair's standing up on the back of the neck a bit. Yeah, it's a great time. Uh, it's a great time, Vince. I mean, we, we I guess we we've seen some great races leading up to the chariots with the, the Honda Grattan and the Pale Face, and of course last Friday we had the Newcastle Mile, which is a qualifier for the Miracle Mile, won mm. by the champ leap to fame. So I guess we've had a little taste of the carnival leading into the, the commencement of the carnival proper. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Just before we get stuck into the nitty-gritty of the racing, Vince, he's a big fan of your race calling, and he, he thinks he can do a bit of an impression of you, Fred. <laughs> hardly, hardly an impression. I don't know well, if you want... We'll, we'll give him a go. We'll or, give him a go. You know, Fred, most, most race callers have a little, you know, a little phrase or, or some little yeah. idiosyncrasy in their calling, and I've always noticed with you as they go past the uh, as they go past the finish line for the first time and they come around with one lap to go, you always say, as they go past the winning post, Judge and Bell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. That's good. Well, you'll get to hear that tonight, Vince, because <laughs> Penrith is a is a track conducive to that, uh, yes. to that comment because they do go a couple of laps at Penrith. But yeah, look, I think I think all race callers, it doesn't matter who they are, they, they've got their, their little idiosyncratic yes. uh, sayings. Um, and I guess being the age that I am, going back to the great callers of yesteryear like Bill Collins, oh, yes. uh, John Tappy and Craig, uh, you know, and, and then even you know in recent times Greg Miles and the like, we, we hear some amazing callers, and they all had that little descriptive knack of, yes. of, of you know, uh, and that's rubbed off on me, I guess, because I, I grew up in an era listening to racing, I guess, more so yep. uh, rather than watching it, like the, the you know. We me have, too. Uh, I can relate to yeah, that. Yep. Yeah. So, so we, we hear that, and they. They painted a picture in the mind's eye, those great callers. Didn't they? And, uh, and I think it rubbed off on me, and I hope that my delivery is you know, able to do the same thing and paint that, that picture for those that aren't necessarily watching but are certainly listening. Well, that's, a, that's a, I guess, the skill, isn't it? If you're just listening to the race on radio, does the, does the race caller paint the picture Correct. for you? And I remember going back to your very first Inter-Dominion Championship <laughs> final. Which was, I think, on a Sunday afternoon at Manangle back in 2010. Do you remember that? I certainly I do. Bet I bet you do. I certainly do. It was won by the mighty Blacks of Fake. Yep. The big crowd was there. Made history. And, uh, Four, fourth born. winning Inter-Dominion final for that horse Yeah, no, in five great years. Day. Great day, Vince. I remember it vividly because um, I, I'd only just got the, uh, I guess, you know, the, the top job back at uh, the end of 2009 and Yep. Um, a decision was made by uh, by Sky, my employer, and and Harness Racing New South Wales and and uh, Club Manangle to to have a, a series of callers call on Miracle Mile Day in the. In I the remember November. that. Yeah, and yep. uh, Greg Radley uh, from Sky Racing was the uh, inaugural yes. 
Menangle Miracle Mile caller. Yes. Um, so I'd actually called an Inter-Dominion grand final before I got to call my first Miracle Mile. That's right. Exactly. Up for number 14 this year, number 14 Miracle Mile. So Fantastic. Time you're having fun, Vince. Excellent. Yes. No, that was um, great memories. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, you've, uh, you've struck a chord with Vince here. Oh, uh, that's Fred. for sure. You've absolutely struck a chord with him. <laughs> even me too, even though I'm 29. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, I tell you what, did you say that you got your gig at the end of 2009? That's exactly when... Um, I think that's when Richard Bell might have taken over from uh, John Hunt back in uh, at Gloucester Park in WA. So a few changes yeah. back then. That's about right. And I'll go one step further. In 2010, we saw David Fowler transition ah, from the uh, yes. harness to the gallops. Uh, and Chris Barsby was appointed yes. as the chief harness caller in 2010. So within a, a space of, I guess, a bit over six months, we, we had uh, uh, new chief harness commentators in three of the states. Well, I tried to go for that gig, but Chris Barsby got it ahead of me and uh, David <laughs> Fowler said to me, sorry, mate, too late, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to go down that path. Oh, I just kidding, knew no. he was going to go down that path. That was um, good. Fred, let's have a chat about uh, what's to come with these Miracle Mile heats. Have, have any of these horses absolutely stood out off the page to you where you've just rubber-stamped them and said, OK, yep, you're the one to be with? Well, look, I think the first of the qualifiers is pretty uh, pretty open. There's a lot of speed in that race. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see ladies in red go around it. Me too. Uh, mm. at, at I think that's probably one of the highlights of the, the two finals. Rock and Roll do, of course, uh, hasn't quite been there at, at his last couple, but I think for a good draw, um, probably the best draw it's had at Menangle for a while, I think yep. it, it looks like it's a real live hope. And of course, then you've got Hot and Treacherous. Forget it went around at uh, Newcastle. Uh, it, it got into trouble early and tailed off. And of course, Firefox, who gets a run with the scratching of Typo, uh, that's got to come into calculations as well, just because of the, the, the speed it's got. And Seaton Grimer, he, he tends to, when he's got a fast horse, he likes to see what it can do. So mm. I think that race, you know, is a terrifically open affair. You've got, you know, I haven't even mentioned Bondi Lockdown. South Coast Darden's a good miler at, at the track. And, and Spirit of St. Louis has been a, a mainstay in, in many of the Grand Circuit races over many years. So it's a terrific race. The, the, the one that follows, fellas, I, I, hi, my name is Jeff, has just been sensational yep. um, at the track, uh, runs fast times. Uh, has the gate speed. Mac Dean sits up in barrier one. That's that's incredible uh, to see it get that draw and know that if it runs one, two, it's going to be lining up for another miracle mile, mm. Mac Dean, and, and, and not be on the realms of impossibility that, it, you know, it, it can't win from that barrier. Then you've got Can't Find a Better Man, who's probably just been a bit below its best. Uh, horses like uh, Expensive Ego, who's been at the top for so long, had its comeback race last week and ran fifth. Loyalist off a hot speed. Better Eclipse has been a mighty horse. Uh, it, it really is shaping as a great race, that second one. I, I think Mac Dan and, and Hyman name is Jeff. They look on paper to be the two that you would suspect might be able to get through and join yep. um, uh, Leap to Fame uh, as one of the, the uh, horses in the in the Miracle Mile the yeah, week after. Spot on. Actually, we'll get to Leap to Fame in just a moment's time, but this Chariots yeah. of Fire is going to be a big form reference as well, not just for not going forward into next week, but probably for, for the next few months. Don't stop dreaming. Uh, it's Merlin and sooner the better these New Zealand Raiders that come over. We just had a chat with uh, Mickey Guerin from across the Tasman. Yeah. Don't stop dreaming, our $1.90 favourite. I mean, he's obviously going to be hard to beat. He's a, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's almost turned into, if he isn't already, he's, uh, he's a bit of a rock and roll star. 
Look, absolutely. I, I labelled this race as the race of the carnival probably yep. three, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I've seen nothing to suggest otherwise yet. I think it's an incredible race. Don't stop dreaming. Uh, look, barrier two, its Hunter Cup run was unbelievable behind Leap to Fame and mm. it's done everything right at Menangle since. Uh, but then you've got Frankie Ferocious, won the Bonanza, um, great speed. It's very versatile. Frankie Ferocious can be driven forward, can come uh, home with a, with a good uh, sit and sprint. And I thought it's Merlin. Uh, and take nothing away from Better Be the Best who won last week's Pale Face. It's Merlin sat three deep for 600, then, then death seated in a sub 150, not beaten far. Uh, I think you'll see a better horse in the Huge chariot run. So with mm. the experience. Yeah, it was it was incredible, Vince. And I think, uh, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a great race. I think, Peter, you're right. You're going to see a lot of form come out of this, this year's chariots going forward. Uh, and, and you know, let's not forget, you know, we're only, what, six months away from the Eureka. Um, how many of these are we going to see mm. from the chariots backing up, exactly. you, know, the, the, you know, horses like Better Be the Best and, uh, and, and the like? Uh, that the Australian bred horses that are in that chariots, you know, the chariots of fire. If you go back to from 2016 to 2023, the chariots of fire winner has either won or placed in the in the Miracle Mile. Now, that's an incredible stat. Mm. You know, when, when you consider that they're four year old and they're running, you know, at the top level. The the kicker this year is, but boys, as you know, with the revamp carnival the Chariots of Fire is on just one week before the Miracle Mile. Correct. The last few years, or, you know, for as many years, I think, dating back to have faith in me, it's been a race that's been um, uh, run two weeks before. So the four-year-old's got that little bit of extra time, that extra week to get over, uh, whereas the horses that were running in the the, um, sprint qualifiers, they had to more or less back up, especially in more recent times when they ran the the sprint qualifiers on the one night. So I think as much as I have great respect for the four-year-olds, and I think Don't Stop Dreaming could be the the one that is a bit different to to many of the others in the race, um, with that one week, I don't think it'll bother Don't Stop Dreaming because it's raced at that elite level in the Hutter Cup. But it is going to be an interesting thing to to see whether they are as potent uh, with the chariots being just one week before the Miracle Mile as opposed to two. Fred, just before we let you go, because we've got to uh, quickly throw to the news, but uh, the question that I think everybody is wanting to have answered is, should all things be equal? Do any of these horses beat Leap to Fame? Because he is just an absolute star. This horse, he has just gone from... And he's going to get an extra week to recover from his Newcastle mile. Exactly win, right. Which, which wasn't exactly extending him either. Yeah. He, he took the lead pretty soon yeah. and after the start and yeah. um, and won without being bothered too much. Yeah. It was a master stroke and it was the, the A plan all along to have the horse get that extra yeah. week. Uh, and, and he has that big advantage over every other runner that will line up in the race next week. Can anything else beat him? Uh, look, there's no such thing the as... The barrier a, draw, maybe, but that's about it. The barrier draw's an issue, yeah, 100%. And I have enormous respect for Don't Stop Dreaming. I really do. I think he is a, yeah. a horse that we'll see and hear a lot more of going forward. But look, leap to fame's there. The rest have to get there. And as you say, Vince, the barrier draw will be critical. Uh, that'll happen on Sunday around 12.30, the barrier draw for the Miracle Mile. The field will, uh, field will be known uh, on uh, Saturday night after the chariots when the... Uh, uh, Terrific. Should be absolutely fantastic. We're looking forward to a big weekend. Miracle Mile hates Chariots of Fire this weekend. Um, Fred, could we lock you in for, for next Thursday? I reckon that might be a good idea if you if you I'd happy to. I'd love to get Fred back. <laughs> 
Well, look, I, I, yeah, look, if, if you'd have me back, I'll, I'll <laughs> I think so. you boys I, next week. Eh? I think I reckon what we might do is if you, if you can come prepared and maybe do a little mock call of how the Miracle Mile might play out, oh, I think that good. might be entertaining for the listeners as well. Oh, goodness me. That, that's no pressure, is it, boy? No. <laughs> now, Paul, Paul the, the race is 1,609 metres. I can't see Fred saying after nine metres as they go past the winning post, Judge and Bell. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to let you down there, but I couldn't say they're going like last week's pave. <laughs> that's right. That's another one of yours. Is. We love it. They're going Fred, like last uh, week's pave. appreciate you giving us the time, and um, I suppose, I hope, we'll, uh, we'll have a chat next week. Much appreciated. Yeah, let's do it. Lock it in. Good on you. Thank Good you. Good on you, Fred. Thank you very much. There we go. Fred Hastings, uh, the main voice out of Harness Racing, New South Wales.